Welcome into Ravens Press Pass. Today you'll hear from quarterback Lamar Jackson, outside linebacker Adafi Owe, and inside linebacker Patrick Queen. Let's start with Lamar. So Lamar with the Chiefs losing the Ravens. Ravens are now currently the uh, the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, does that mean anything to you right now? Not really. You know, it's still a lot of season left to play. It don't really mean anything to me right now. One question. <laughs> Lamar, obviously with Mark going down, you know, the wide receiver is going to have more on their plate. Just you know, your chemistry with Odell, with all those guys, really. Can you talk about how that's grown over the course of the season? Where do you feel like that's at? Uh, yeah, I believe our chemistry, well, my chemistry with all the receivers are, you know, coming along well. Um, the longer the season been going, we just got to keep locking in and practice and, and keep building more, you know, because playoffs rolling around, the end of the season rolling around. We just got to keep stepping in the right direction. Guys, took some shots against the Bengals, some deep shots, hit the one to Odell. You feel like that's kind of come along. I mean, a number of those are really close to the ones that weren't completed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not just Odell, but all the receivers, you know, because everyone running routes full speed, running great routes, um, getting uh, uh, getting separation away from corners, DBs. They're doing a great job. So when we start connecting down the field, sky's the limit for our offense. Lamar, what, what do you expect to see from Isaiah Leckler with this bigger opportunity? Uh, I'll say... I see a lot, you know, um, step, um, stepping in the role, you know, March is going down um, this past Thursday. I believe he'll step up and, and do what he's supposed to do, you know, because he shows a glimpse of it. Um, he always, you know, somewhere open um, as I'm watching film and stuff like that. So I feel like he'll, he'll step up and do the right thing. Mar, what gives you confidence in Likely and Charlie being able to step up for him? Like, what have you seen on the practice field? Uh, I, see, I see Charlie blocking his tail off. I see him catching the ball, you know, tall tight end, he catching the ball over guys, uh, basically mossing them. Uh, likely, you know, we, we built our chemistry last year, you know, his rookie season, he was just balling out of control. Uh, but this year here, I believe just from the maturity and them being in the system a year, well, not this system, but like just being in the league a year, I believe those guys know what to do. Yeah, I think it's your 28 yards rushing away from becoming just the fourth quarterback to get over 5,000 for a career. Is there, I mean, you join like Vic, Cam, and Russell. Um, any significance uh, that for you? Uh, I mean, I'm in line with the greats, so that's pretty cool. No doubt. I'm cool with that. That's nice. Lamar, I think I'm trying to remember the season as maybe training camp. Did you, um, did you have any weight or, or do anything? different way to just, you know, deal with absorbing, you know, the flows that you guys take throughout the first of the season coming into this year? No, last year I did. That was last year, yeah, not this season. Second, just your ankles, good there? <laughs> I believe I'm good. I believe I'm 100%. I, I'm just curious, have you, have you, given what you've gone through, you know, since you've been here, have you done anything to, to maybe guard against injuries and learn things, I guess, or, or, or done things maybe look differently or anything along those lines? Uh, not really. Um, I'll say I don't slide, but I get down. I get under hits. Yeah. I'll say that, but that's it, I guess. Is there like an art to, I guess, is, there like a, is that like a learned skill, like how to take the hit, I guess? Just don't get hit. <laughs> that's it. That's all I know. Right. Don't get hit. <laughs> Yes, sir. Lamar, like you said after the game, you know, you and Mark have played peanut butter and jelly. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like is the toughest thing moving on now without him that you're going to have to adjust to 
without Mark being there? Uh, I'll say, you know, when we got to go off script sometimes, and that's your – I'll say that was my number one guy when I go off script. Me and him going to have a connection somehow, some way. That's about it, though. You know, we were going to be missing that. And just Mark, just Mark being him, you know, just doing things to put us in great situations on that field. So we'll be missing that a lot. Well, Mark, have you had a chance to talk to Mark and how is his morale uh, about everything that went on? Yeah, I reached out to him after the game. Um, I pretty much just, you know, pretty much just let him have his time because I know people have been reaching out. But I definitely hit him up today. One thing John said yesterday, John Harbaugh said yesterday, was thinks that you and the offense are better equipped maybe to endure losing Mark this year compared to maybe in years past. Would you agree with that? And if so, why do you think that is? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I don't think we're we equipped to lose him at all. You know, that's cause, just because of the guy he is, you know, um, one of our leaders, you know, on offense besides myself. Um, but we got great receivers. You know, we got great backfield. Got great tight ends who's stepping up. Um, just our team, I'll say, just different all around. That's why we're able to, you know, go on without our brother. That's all. When you talk about being able to go off script with a receiver, are you starting to feel that with, like, a Zay or, or an Odell, you know? Are you far enough along that that's starting to be there? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I believe so. From us watching film together um, and us talking about that practice and actually transitioning over to the game with me and OB, um, small things like that, stepping in, small steps in the right direction. Do things change at all in the red zone? You know, Mark, obviously a big red zone target had six touchdowns. Does anything change without him down there? Some things might be off script. That's about it with him. Mark, what's it like to see Gus do his thing, speaking of the goal, the goal line in the red zone? I mean. Oh, that's great to see. Uh, I believe, I mean, he, he was out, what, two years ago? He got hurt two years ago. Um, and I believe it made him take a step back. But this season, I feel like as we've been going on week by week, he's been scoring a touchdown here, two touchdowns there, three touchdowns sometimes, you know. He's running the ball, like, more efficient. You know, he's getting his legs back under. He's doing a great job. He's looking like old Gusta Bus. Mark, some of your off-platform throws just, you know, on the move and all that stuff have just been going viral on social media this year. Is that something that you worked on more this offseason? Does that just come naturally to you? Where does that come from? I mean, people can't see our practice uh, film, but I believe I've been doing the practice for years. It's just transitioning over to games, you know, and that, that's pretty much it. Like superior core strength to, to make the kind of throws that you're, you're making? I don't know. But I do work on my core, so that's probably, that's probably it. <laughs> sure, that's it. Yeah, that's probably it, James. You're not going to plug your, uh, your fitness? Nah, I'm going to keep that on the low. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Next up, outside linebacker Odafe Owe. When you were talking to uh, Coach Harwell about you talked about that he doesn't even feel like he's kind of scratched the surface yet as far as kind of your potential. Do you kind of feel the same way? Um, yeah, but like I really always felt that. I felt like, you know, there's, there's still so much I can, you know, get better at in all aspects of my game, you know, because I started late. And um, you know the part where I, the place where I got drafted, obviously, I, I, it required a lot of expectations early. But you know, I'm still very much in developmental stage. I still got a lot to prove. There's still a lot to get better on. So I, I agree. I feel like I'm just you know scratching the surface. If you had to break down why we're seeing a more consistent version of you, you know, especially in this recent stretch, 
Is it health? Is it technique? I mean, what what's the best explanation in your mind? It's probably like a mixture of both, you know, health, um, timing. Guys around me are helping me too. Um, BK, Clowney, Van Noy, uh, Pierce, a bunch of guys are, you know, having good years. So that helps. Um, and then obviously like Chuck and then um, guys like Weave are helping us, you know, better this year in terms of like what the, the pass run scheme, um, what we're looking at, you know, get off and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a mixture of all those. We talked to you a lot about Chuck sort of coming into the season in the summer. Yeah. Now that you've, you know, had months with him, where do you feel like that relationship has paid off the best? Um, yeah, I feel like it's just the mentality of, you know, what you're looking at, which your approaches and your rush, um, you know, just always having a plan, having a plan before even like the ball snap, that really helped me. So, um, you know, little things like that. And then he always harps on me like every week on the little like details, because, you know, if you have set success a lot, you might forget about the little things that, you know, you, you were doing just to get to that spot. So he always tells me each week, like, you know, it gets annoying sometimes because he's always like harping on me little things. But you now I'm really grateful for, you know, him always just staying on me, like, you know, for stuff like that. Doctor, we hear a lot of times about teams adding veteran players and how they can have impact on younger players already at that position. Just you talk about Clowney and Kyle Van Noy and how they've, how you have a relationship with them and what they've taught you. Yeah, um, I feel like, this year is kind of different because it's not like it's not so much I'm learning from them. It's like I'm just picking off like little things that are like each of their games, and you know it's a respect thing. You know, with Clowney, obviously, like the way his his tenacity is, he's persistent. Um, you know, it's just he's balls to the wall. You know, he's going hard every play, whether it's in the run or the pass. And then KV is just the savvy, like you know, vet, like little things that you can pick up or just steal, just just based on you know what you're looking at and stuff like that. So. You know, it's a different relationship this year than what I've had, you know, past years with like, you know, Justin Houston and um, Calais, Fee, guys like that. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's just a good group of like personalities and everyone wants to get better. Everyone has a goal. So that's why it's meshing well. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what do you kind of make of this back half of the, the schedule where you guys are going to be playing a lot of games in prime time? I mean, yeah. You guys do well. A lot of people talking about you. Just what, is, what do you make of this kind of opportunity or how little do you make of it? I feel like y'all always talking about me, but uh, I feel like, um, you know, this is just a good opportunity just to, uh, you know, just really uh, showcase everything that you worked on and, um, you know, try to, you know, cancel all the, the, the naysayers. And plus, we all love primetime games. We love, uh, you know, show the whole world, you know, you know what we've been practicing and everything because everyone's watching at that point. So, you know, I feel like this is a good chance, you know, just hone in on the little things that we were building up, you know, each week, and then, you know, just put a bow on these 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 last couple of weeks and everything. So. Is waking up being the number one seed in the AFC this relatively early in yeah. the season mean? Um, it means something, but obviously, it's we still got some games to go. I mean, any given Sunday, anything can happen, but you know, it's definitely a good sight to see that you know we're at the top right now because obviously, all the work that we put in everything, but. Uh, you know, we still got some more weeks to go. And then if it says like that at the end of the season, then, you know, we can celebrate. But there's still some work to do. What are you trying to do your thoughts on Herbert, you know, Justin Herbert, their, their quarterback, watching him Um, You know, just an elusive guy. He's good on his feet, very accurate as well. Um, uh, he, he can throw the ball really hard. You know, he's, he's a talented QB. But, you know, I feel like if we stay in our disguise, we do what we have to do. Don't allow him to, you know, pick up, you know, pick out our defense and stuff like that. Stay disciplined in our rush lanes, and then tackle and bring it, you know, finish plays. Like I myself, you know, I feel like we'll be good. We'll be straight, and you know, we, we match up pretty much better than them. So, 
Yep. Great. Are you, are you surprised with you guys' uh, sack numbers because you've uh, been really like this season? No. Yeah. yeah. Have you had a chance to talk to David? And how he's, uh, oh, he's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. You guys played really well against Herbert two years ago. Does that does that matter at all at this point, or is that another another lifetime at this point? Uh, I mean, we remember it. We always remember little things, you know, playing with him because it is like war when we out there anyways. But uh, at the end of the day, that was like, what, two two years yeah. two years ago? So obviously we're different players. We expect that he's a different player. So we're always to stay fierce, stay hungry. But we remember like obviously past games and everything. So yeah. does, it you, does it give you a lot of confidence that one you guys are all playing well across the defensive line, the linebacker group, but also playing with disguises and knowing that your team, your opponent doesn't exactly know where you guys are coming from or rushing from or where you're not? How much confidence does that give you guys? Um, a lot. You know, it's just like we're all like little ninjas out there, just trying to like, you know hide it as, as long as we can and then just attack. So it definitely helps me, helps the back end. You know, if everyone has good timing, you know, PQ, Roe, uh, Kyle, I feel like he's one of the best at it. But um, yeah, that, that time, it, the timing is, is crucial. So I think we all do a pretty good job of doing it. And last but not least, here's linebacker Patrick Queen. What do you think of this Chargers offense and you guys faced them a couple years ago and had a, a really good day defensively? Does any of that kind of carry over to this week? Uh, their offense is electric, honestly. Uh, they, You could tell they put no points. Uh, you could tell they're not really the sole problem of the team, uh, even though some people might say situationally they haven't been uh, you know, capitalizing on, but they are a hell of an offense. Uh, we're really going to have to be in the hall. Clicking on all cylinders, going in there uh, in a hostile environment to get this win. What really stands out to you about their offense? You got Justin. Obviously, he can put the ball anywhere he wants. He act extremely accurate. Can throw the ball extremely hard. He can move around. He can do whatever. He can read coverages. So he's really like an all-around quarterback that we just gotta be prepared for. Uh, the players, every each and every single player, they're electric. They can get the ball in their hands and they can do damage. So uh, we just gotta be great in our coverages and tackle. Does late game help you guys coming from the East Coast to West Coast? Uh, a little bit. You get a few days, but honestly, four days in the season, that really ain't going to make no difference. Uh, you might get a, like a mental uh, break, but as far as physical, I don't really think there's much of a break. Uh, but at this point, everybody's hurting during the season, um, especially teams that have early buys. So um, we just got to go in there, just be mentally strong, just push through physically, and just get to this bye week. A little bit, yeah, it does. But at the end of the day, if we lose, you know, it don't matter. So we just got to go in there and handle business, get the nine and three this weekend. Just, uh, just keep trying to keep striving to keep that spot. Ravens have one of the toughest strengths of schedule down the stretch here. How do you kind of approach that? What's the the mentality going into that stretch? Just handle it one game at a time. Just do what we do. Keep doing what we've been doing. Get better at the things that we need to get better at. Uh, just. Take it day by day. Don't look in the future too much. Just have fun with what's what's the present, and uh, just you know try to get one percent better. You feel uh, talking with Jermaine Pratt on Twitter. You feel like he was being a sore loser. What was your kind of your opinion? He need to take responsibility for his actions. And I ain't I ain't the one on that side of the ball getting cooked. The whole defense is getting cooked, so that's his problem. I know one thing: when we was in the playoffs, we wasn't blaming our quarterback being out. Uh, we gave up what 10, 17, whatever it was. And we was telling them we would have held them to 10, we would have won the game. So uh, we take responsibility on this side. I don't know about that side. Patrick, you, you've gotten to see always in your career. I mean, if you had to describe the evolution from the rookie to the guy that we've seen over the last five weeks, 
Everybody love him now. Everybody love him now. Uh, we already knew what he was capable of. Uh, obviously, he was getting there as a rookie. Uh, second year, he was doing a hell of a job. He just couldn't finish, and you know, it just it's, it takes time for those things. Uh, just slowing the game down for him, and him just going out there now, balling, uh, getting comfortable. Uh, even though he's not as healthy as he was, uh, he's still being able to go out there and make plays at a high level. So, uh, imagine when that ankle does get healthy. So, um, just I'm really proud of him. Really happy for him. You can identify with that journey, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely do. Definitely can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Ravens Press Pass. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and check out the Lounge Podcast, where me, Ryan Mink, and Garrett Downing broke down the tape from the Ravens' big win over the Bengals, and we will speak to outside linebacker Udafe Owe for a more in-depth conversation this week. So tune in for that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.